Welcome back to Voice of Four podcast. On our last episode, we had Maria, Nurse Maria Vincent, where she shared her journey of how good God is. You know, it's just one thing to talk about the goodness of God, but then when you see it demonstrate right in front of your face, that's a whole different experience. She promises that she was going to come up for part two because at the end, close to the end of her last episode one, she was just about to share with us that even though Jade, her son, was at home with her, taking care of her and not to go to work, he had just gotten married and all of that, there was a huge thing that happened. Maria got a phone call one day that changes things for a short while, but it was very dangerous. It was very traumatic. It was very, it was a life-changing moment. So Maria is back with us again to tell us more yes. about Thank what you happened. You're welcome. There's no way we couldn't we could leave. And after you inspire us so much of the goodness of God and how he, bre- he breathed breath in your nostril again on all the journey after the, after the uh, two, eight, or oh, eight and a half hours of uh, surgery. Maria, pick us yes. up back right where we left off the last time. So you just, you just leave off and you say, mom, we have good news today. Tomorrow's going to be the same. We're going to keep having good news. But then you get a phone call. Yes. So he, he left for work. And on his way out the door, he's like, Mom, today was a good day. We got good news. And we're going to get good news tomorrow. Just remember, God's got back. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. And he left for work. And then, and then about, that, that was about two when he left, two o'clock. Mm-hmm. And um, then at about 6.30, maybe 7 o'clock in the evening, I get this phone call from his wife and she's hysterical on the phone, screaming and crying. And I couldn't really understand what she was saying, but I heard accident. So I assumed that it was Jay's voice. Mm. And then it was a police officer that was on the, same, on the line with her. So I asked, you know, I told her, let me talk to the police officer. So I... um spoke to the police officer and I yes she's like is Jade your son so I said yes he's my son so she's like he he's been in a really in an accident then so I'm like okay so what hospital are you guys to? um he's not responding oh you know when you you already get news that you're child is in an accident but to get news that he's not responding and for you guys out there that that is not uh in the medical field or doesn't know what that really means it means that he's dead Uh. there's no pulse there's no breathing there is nothing he's not responding means that he has died so i hear those words and my sister who was standing right beside me, she hears it and we look at each other and all we do is pray. And we started praying, God, please save his life. You know, pray. But there was this one particular verse that my sister would pray that same day. And the verse was from Isaiah 65 verse 23 and it says 
they shall not labor in vain, nor mm. bring forth their for trouble, for they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord and their offsprings with them. So in essence, if we are blessed, our kids are blessed. So Amen. we prayed God to save Jade's life. And within maybe 30, 20 seconds into praying and crying out to God and asking him to save Jade's life, the police officer said, ma'am, give me a second. And and she said, ma'am, he's responding. But they're going to life flight to the hospital. And of course, that was a big victory right there. Yes. Like I said, he was dead, you know. So they life lighted him to the hospital. And uh, we went to the hospital, saw him in, in the emergency room. And of course, they had him on uh, oxygen and you know, life support. And um, then well, the doctor well, Maria, comes right, out. One question. Right when mm -hmm. you was going through all of this, you were still healing from your surgery. Oh, I was still in pain. I was still healing. I was, to, in order to get to that hospital, I had to take some painkillers and pray to get there. It was difficult. Okay. But, and you know, as a mother, you going through all of this and you, I wasn't even worried about myself. I wanted to know my son was okay. Mm -hmm. So with all the pain that I was in, I, I had to go to the hospital. Yes. So we go in there and, you know, we're surround him with people that will keep him safe. Father, let the touch the hands of the doctors if they're supposed to surgery. Mm -hmm. You know, you pray all these things. Yes. And we walk into the, into the emergency room this neurosurgeon there and he comes up to me and says ma'am we need your consent your son it's only a brain injury he has bleeds all over his brain mm -hmm. and with that going on the pressure in his brain will if it's too high you know he can he can pop up whatever well, he explained it to me. So he had to put a probe in there, in, in the brain. So this man, this neurosurgeon, <laughs> he said to me, I prayed. I pray every time I get a patient. And that's, that's just showing you how good God is and that he has, his people are everywhere. He said, I pray. I pray you that God will steady my Yes. Okay. I pray that God will steady my hand when I'm put in the probe and that everything will be okay. I will take the best of your son. I said, okay. So he went ahead and he put that probe in his brain, taped it up, and then we waited for a room. Took us up to the room. By then, of course, my son is in a coma. He's not responding to anything. Um, but he's being kept alive by a machine. Mm -hmm. By a machine. Well, physically, that's what you can see. But we knew that God is the one that had him alive. Yes. So we prayed. We walked the 
we walked up the, the, the room and we prayed and we covered him in the blood and we prayed for that boy. We prayed for his healing. We prayed for restoration without residue. Mm. And then there's this doctor. It's in Agua. And he was a neurosurgeon too. And this man was negative. Everything out of his mouth would tell you that Jade is not going to make it or Jade would not be able to talk or Jade will not respond or Jade would. So we were like, no, my sister and I, and then I had a friend there. We started to pray. We say, Father, if he has nothing good to say, please remove him from Jade's case because we do not want, you know, somebody that is so negative dealing with Jade. And, you know, you pray. And that's it. You you let it go. But when you see it happen, it's like, whoa, God is really listening to me. He loves so wait, me. you you prayed. So this doctor, prayed. this doctor yes. was so negative, speaking all this stuff that yes. he's seen in the natural. Let's just say that he was yes. speaking all this stuff that's seen in the natural. Yeah. Because the things that and he the, speaks probably is it's it's real in the natural. But as a child of God, that's yes. different because we function in the spiritual. So tell right. him, keep telling so us. He, yeah, he keep telling us, you know, oh, Jade wouldn't do this. He wouldn't be able to do this. So we, we actually prayed and we said, God, remove him from Jade's case. He's too negative. We don't want him dealing with Jade. And then the next morning, Sister Marsha, <laughs> This new doctor walks in, a Dr. Schmidt, and he says, who is the mom? And I said, it's me. He said, let me introduce myself. My name is Dr. Schmidt, and I am taking over from Dr. Kitinagua. No, let me ask you right there, because somebody might be saying and asking the question, did you report him to the medical staff that you didn't want him? Or this was pure no. prayer? Oh, this is prayer. I didn't, we didn't talk to anybody. God. We just said, God, we don't want him on the case. If he's that negative, we don't want him dealing with Jade. Remove him from Jade's case. And the next day, the next morning, bright and early, Dr. Schmidt introduced himself and said, I am taking over from Dr. Tanagua. He's away for about a week or maybe more. So hmm. that was some more hope. Again, God, you really love us. You really love Jane. You really love me. Yes. You listen to what I ask. I just, I said, God, please remove him. And you did. You must, can you, can you even think about how much God loves us? Can you even imagine that just asking him to remove somebody from the case? And he's like, okay, my child, if that's what you want, that's what I'll do. And he did it. And this doctor was the opposite of Dr. Kitanagua. This doctor was so optimistic. He, did you see any changes? Because I spoke to Dr. Kitanagua and I said, you know, Jade, is, he's responding to me. I told him to squeeze my hand and he did. You know, Dr. Kitanagua 
I said, no, when you give a command, it's not reflex. I asked him to squeeze and he did. That is not reflex, but he wouldn't see it as that. He kept saying, no, it's just, but that's why we didn't want him. One of the reasons we didn't want him on the case. With Dr. Schmidt, when I told him that, he was excited. He's like, he did? Well, we have to keep telling him. You have to keep talking to him. You have to, you know. So yes. It's good in the sense that, yes, that this man came. <laughs> wow. Ooh. And then given, given yeah. your medical experiences, it's easy for you to identify the signs and symptoms and the differences and the responses, right? So yes. I know you are communicating from that place of, you know, it's not reflex. Exactly. That he had a bad bedside manner to begin with. He would walk into the room, this Dr. Kitanagua, and you would see him and he, what, what he portrayed is like, I'm in charge. I know everything. You know nothing. Don't ask me a word. That's what you would. So approachable to begin with. And then when you approach him and ask a question, he would, it negative. So, oh no, we had to remove him from there. Mm-mm. and nope. it was not physical God was yeah. this was all through Physically. her yeah no this, this excites me Natalie um, nurse Nat, nurse uh, Maria because when you said he was not he was negative he was speaking too much after naturally in the in the environment I like oh you take action to remove him why I love this so much is because when women find out that they have a child with a developmental diagnosis, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the limited information that we receive behind the doors in the doctor's office, oftentimes, and I've read and I've talked to a lot of women, and it's the story across the board is like the same, right? Oftentimes, they're going uh, worried, depression, all of this mm-hmm. stuff, point where sometimes if they just get a diagnosis and they don't know better, they will, they will just decide to terminate or they'll give the baby up for adoption. Sometimes the spouses yes. leave and all of that. But I love the power that you and your sister and, 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 and someone harnesses that power to give, the, give you and to clear the environment and to create the environment that you wanted. And that's the power that we have. That's the power that we have, right? To create your environment, to support your vision, your purpose, your child, if the child is told that he's had Down syndrome or whatever the diagnosis is, you get to create that environment and build the people and bring the people that you want in that space. Because you're all in that space for that child. You're that advocate. In our first episode, we talk about when, you, you know, your, your mom passes on and your teacher took you on and, you know, she advocated for you. So today you can be helping to mold your, your career yes. and so on, right? So I love, I love, I just love that mm-hmm. environmental piece that we have the power to set the pace for the environment that we want. And we don't always have to do it yes. in first and fight but through prayer and faith in god tell prayer. us keep telling us more i exactly. love it yes yes i'm telling you prayer prayer is something else i will give you an example with the same child that met in this accident when Your he son just did. entered high school 
Yes, Jade. When he just entered high school, he started to play football. And one of these practices, someone hit him and hit him so hard that he couldn't straighten up to walk. Mm. He had to be bent over. His back was in so much pain. So that same day we picked them up from school, we had church. And my mm -hmm. question to, to take you to the hospital, the ER, or do you want to go to church? I know you're in a lot of pain. He said, mom, take me to church. Okay, we went to church and he went in, the, there's a back room that we normally go in preparation for service. Sometimes we go in there and we pray. Yeah. You know, we pray for the service or we just pray in general. And he, he goes back in there and we left him there and went into the sanctuary and, you know, greeting each other. And then we hear this prayer, this uh -huh. person praying, I rebuke you, devil, in the name of Jesus. You will not get your way. Right, I heal by the stripes of Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up in judgment. I mean, we heard word and word after word. This person is praying and, and, and rebuking the enemy. And I'm like, mm, that sounds like Jade. You're, in your <laughs> yes. head, it's like, yes. And he was back to praying. And then we're in there and uh, we, the service started and, and the first portion of it, the pastor would say, does anybody have a testimony? So the pastor said, does anybody have a testimony? And yes. we heard, yes. See Jade walking in, all straightened up, walked <laughs> to the mic and he Glory takes the God. mic and he said, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, glory to God. Yes, letters still saw me. When I walked in here, I couldn't straighten up. I had to walk bent over because my back, I was in so much pain. But I prayed and look what God has done. I am healed and I just gave his testimony. He went to sit down. <laughs> I was just, I'm just talking about the power of prayer there. Yes. Before the accident, you know. But let me when you open your mouth and you pray, because the Bible say, ask. And it shall be given unto you. I knock and do to you. But all these things only follow through if you live life for Christ that you're supposed to. You can't be doing your own thing and not obeying what he says and not then want to go ask him to do this for you. Yeah, that won't work. It's just like a parent and a child. You, you your parent tell you, listen, I don't want you going over there and doing it i don't want you to and you, you you continue to do it and then you come to mommy well mom i went over there and this happened so can i no your mom <laughs> would say no in the right. first place i told you don't go there so whatever yes of you going or disobeying what i tell you it's the same thing with god he's our father he's our our father and mm. we are his children so when he tells us do something or stay away from someone or you know don't go some and we we choose not to listen and get into trouble that is a consequence we put ourselves in because they're everything yes i love it exactly. i love it so we have to be <laughs> i think one word that comes yeah. to me when you as you were saying that is that we can't be living and doing as we please 
you know, it's a scripture that no. says, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Keep right? my commandments. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So we got to be able to do that. And then another word that comes out of that too is obedience. Obedience to God's will. Right? Exactly. So why? In, in return, you're going to hear his voice. You know, there's another scripture that talks about my, my sheep. My you know, my voice. My, hear my, my voice. Hear my voice. And the, the voice of another, they will not follow. Yes. Right. So if you there, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Nurse Maria Vincent. She's back for part two. You got to listen to part one where she was sharing her journey of, oh, God take her from point A to point B and he's still taking her and he will always take us in spite of what we're going through. He never stops. You know, Maria has one son and he was there for her during her surgeries until she get the call one day, a police officer on the line and the other end of the line saying, mom, your son is unresponsive. And as a nurse, unresponsive means no pulse, no rate, nothing, no breathing. Mm -hmm. So we can just call it, call it dead. But through the power yes. of prayer, in less than 30 seconds, the same officer says, hold on, hold on. He's responding. But God. And mm. what we have love about this is Mar- Maria's story is, is that you can see where she has trained up this child to, to know the word of God. He's having an, he's having an experience Basically, all his life, Maria. I love that part yeah. when he went into the back of the church and he said, it was all I had to commit. Oh, yeah. he went on there. It's always been like, with my nephew, with my niece, something is wrong if they have the stomachache or a headache. You know, kids might come and say, can I have a pill or can I have something for this? You know what they will tell you? Can you pray with me? My head is hurting me. Yes. That's what they will say. Can you pray with me? This is what's going on. They will never say, take me to a doctor mm-hmm. because they know that Jesus is the great physician. They know that he can heal whatever and whenever there's possible with him. And that's what we try to instill in them. That's what we instill. So whenever now, even now, <laughs> when they're going through stuff, they won't say, give me a pill. If I, I kid you not, if you can find a pain pill in this house, well, it's a miracle. Mm. There's no headache. There's nothing in here. What, what, what is there? There's a bottle of olive oil that's blessed. And when you get a headache, you come here, bring the oil. Mm. And we put it, uh, we pray Lord for you God. with the oil. And that's it for you. Yes. Ooh. I remember I in the COVID ward last year my boss got COVID-19 and she begged me can you please come to the hospital and take care of me I don't trust people blah 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 yes so I opted to go and take care of her I stayed 11 days and I worked with her <laughs> and there was one day you know when you go in on in the back when we come out from the back we take our gong off and we, we hang it there and our shield and we hang it in an inner portion and then we come out to go to the nurse's station so all that was done and then at the nurse's station you can watch your patients so i'm there at the nurse's station i'm watching my patient literally about to fall off the bed 
So I rushed the inner section. I put my gong on. I put my, my, uh, all the other portions on. But guess what? I didn't have my mask on. And I'm telling you, this is a COVID ward. Right? Everybody's there coughing and they're on ventilators and they're, and I go in to my patient. I clean her up without the mask on mind you and and i wasn't even aware of that because the adrenaline kicked in oh she's gonna fall you need to go and i go back there and i did that to her and then the patient next door the the rang the bell so i went into that patient it was a husband and wife in that room both with covid19 and the wife looked at me and says you don't wear a mask to come back in here (laughs) and that's (laughs) when he was aware you're not wearing a mask. And right there and then, I just covered myself. I said, I plead the blood of Jesus upon my, my head to the soles of my feet, Father. You said that we can, we shall walk on serpents and it will not harm us. We, can, mm. we will take up deadly things. Nothing shall happen to us. Because this was not intentional. This was an oversight. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, people are coughing and myself i went back out i put my mask on and then i went about doing my business and i have never been positive for covid19 glory to god i've never been infected i'm telling you it was uh, after the fact when i look back and i'm like there's no way there's no way other than the fact that jesus protected me that I would not have been COVID nineteen positive. COVID nineteen positive. Because there's no, there's no other way you wouldn't. Yes. Literally. Yes. No mm. other way other than God has protected me from that. What a testimony. What a story. This is what when I look back at the done in my life, I am ecstatic i am somebody that if god loves me this much and i am not worthy of it i have not done anything extraordinary All i did was try to to live my life in a way that please him and of yeah. course i'm not perfect i would make mistakes but when i make a mistake i come back and i say god forgive me please this is not what i i know this is not what i had i should have and i earnestly ask for forgiveness and mean it in my heart and would not repeat it because when you ask somebody for forgiveness it means when you say i am sorry it means okay i did this i'm sorry will never happen again that's Mm. what i'm sorry means this will happen again you know so there are some people they say they're sorry but they do the same thing over and over and over again and it's like what are you sorry for you if you're doing the same turn. thing, like in a Christian life, in, in, a, in someone's life who's serving Christ, you cannot keep saying sorry for the same thing. It does not make sense. If you yes. say you're sorry about something, you stop it, you know? Well, that's like what repentance is. So, it's like, turn from yes. that. You're doing this and from that. that exactly. And sometimes, yes. you know, what and I realize, you can be walking with Christ and you're doing certain things and you keep doing them, 
But you don't, it's like you don't really realize it. But then one day you have a realization yes. and it's like the light has come. Once it, yeah. So when the light once comes. The light, once it clicks. Yeah. Yes. Now you and, know. Oh, snap. This is what I've been doing. Right, and then there goes yeah. repentance, and and then there goes they turn. So you you don't have to come to imperfect. He's gonna be perfecting no. us. Oh. Actually, he is perfecting Just us until you return. Exactly. Right, Sometimes people on the outside judge you, and say, "Well, she's a Christian and doing that." Don't worry about it. When the light mm-hmm. has come, and the awareness and everything clicks, that's the learning right there. So know we in total awareness that you know what this is not exactly. a part of what he wants but maria just take us back a little bit because you leave us just when you took jade into the it was in a it was a life support but then he was in a coma for five days wasn't he he's what he was and in a coma sorry wasn't he in a coma he- Yes, he was in a coma for about uh, uh, what five yes, days. He was in a coma. He, yes, he wasn't responding, and as a matter of fact, they didn't think he was gonna come out of that coma. And then there's something initially when we brought him into the hospital, there was a team of people that came up to us and said, "Ask if they can, he can." join a research that they're they're doing initially it was and nobody wants anybody to be using nobody as a guinea pig and i'm like you know i have all these questions because i'm a nurse i'm like oh research all right so what do you want to do what Uh are you going to do is it evasive are you cut them open are you gonna you know and i'm like no 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 we're gonna do is just take some of his bone marrow and spin it to make stem cells and give it back to him and hmm. see if that helps in there was a catch they took his bone marrow yes they did but they could either give him a placebo or give him the bone marrow itself we wouldn't know until after a year of him being in that research study so they did that initial and uh, we saw them give him back. We didn't know if it was a bone mass. And that we lived that there for now. So he was in that research study. And he was the 30th patient. Um, the only patient in that study that was in a car accident. All the others were soldiers that had traumatic injury from blast and, you know, Mm-hmm. grenades and all of that and then bait and a couple babies that was born with a traumatic brain injury so he was the only person that was there that was not a soldier and not a baby dear <laughs> yeah, god he was the only like civilian so they but anyways yes yeah, so trust me it was a struggle but you know god says when we are weak then is he strong for us Mm. now as a mother you so you're told that your child is not responding and your child just had an accident my tendency if it was 10 years ago or even two years before this happened i might have been on the ground screaming and bawling oh no my baby Mm -hmm. but you know i i get this and 
I felt at peace. Like, and I the strength from, but I felt at peace. And then this verse from Joshua was brought to my attention. And I, I know it's the Holy Spirit that brought it to my attention. It was Joshua 1 9. And that's yes. what's behind my, I have it hanging on top oh. in my room. And it says, the verse says, Have I not commanded thee? Be mm. strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is whithersoever thou goest. Jesus. And I got this verse and I'm like, Thank you, Father. I know you're with me. And if you're with me, you're with my child. Because the Bible says, there's a verse in there that says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Yes. Right? And that was literally what was going on. Yes. And that was literally what was going on. Because when you give your heart to Christ, you want the same for your kids. Because you want them to go to heaven. You You want them to experience what you're experiencing. And because I knew that, and he spoke that word to me, I had to say that to Jade, you know, I told him the verse that I got. And I said to him, you know, you can't talk to me. You can't say anything right now, but I know, you know, this battle is spiritual. Yes. It's a spiritual battle. So you reach out to God yourself. You pray too. You can hear me, but you can't say anything to me. But I am telling you, God can hear you even if you don't speak. Mm. So you go ahead and you talk him. He knows. So, you know, so we talk to him like that. We tell him things like that. And we read the word to him. And there was a particular day that I put headphones in his ear. And there's this, this song. Through this whole thing, this song gave me a lot of hope and a, a lot of strength. It, it's called Waymaker. Michael oh. W. Smith wrote it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Waymaker, Miracle Work, Promise Keeper. That That's is who you are. are. So I put the headphones in, in Jade's ear and I put that song on. And he's listening to the song and I see tears coming down on the side of his face wow he was worshiping that song touched something and yeah he was praising and worshiping and i know so i'm like father you are the way maker you are the miracle worker because his life is a miracle Mm -hmm. the promise keeper because you promised to take care of us in spite of what so that is who you are. That song tells a whole lot. I mean, you know, sometimes a... you go through things, uh, a verse or a song or even a um, word from a friend. I have a friend in Barbados. She's a pastor and she would call me during this time with Jane every o'clock oh, and we'd pray and then my brother in Grenada he'd call at six o'clock in the morning, and we'd pray and you know so I know that prayers is what has Jade where he is now I know mm. that prayer is what 
is the reason why he is striving now. Amen. The way he is. <laughs> so right now, Jade God. is is ill, is wall. What's his journey and what journey is on right now? Did he get right back now, everything Jade, is good? Yes, he's um walking and talking and and the doctors are in awe of what happened and how quickly he healed. Within six months of the accident, Jade has already started walking on his own. Amen. Talking. You know, there were some gaps in his memory, short-term memory, but that too has passed. And right now, Jade is uh, working in the hospital as a patient care carrier. You know, he would take people to x-ray and whatever. And mm-hmm. then he's getting ready to start start classes, like college classes again. Mm-hmm. RN. You want to be an uh, RN? A CRN in nurse anesthesia. That's what he wants to be. So he's working wow. towards his goal. His wife lives in Dallas and every decision this boy made, he asked God for. <laughs> Jade is he sharing his God story. To show him. Yeah. He's sharing his story. To... Huh? So is he sharing his story? Suppose, suppose yes, somebody yes. wants to reach out to you guys for speaking engagements or just to share your testimonies. To are you where can they reach you? Do you guys have a a contact? What's your email uh, address right now? I know you're working on, on the website and everything else, but yeah, you email address i'm i'm gonna be working on getting a um a website uh, put up so that i can be reached there but for right email address go go ahead and give us and give us the email address my my email address is um n-a-n-d-i-i-g-o-i-n at gmail.com and it's nandygoin at gmail.com and i will put that's that in my the, email address so the notes too so if anybody wants to reach out to you for speaking any engagement or just for whatever you you do through your ministry and we we didn't mention that you have some pictures of some photographs of jay's journey your journey in the hospital and mm-hmm. when i look at them man i I was moved to tears. You have even the photograph of the, the, the car. And you're the, you're the beautiful yes. story around what happened in the car when, you know, in the accident. If you see those pictures, men, they're like in pieces. It's impossible. It would look impossible for somebody yeah. to get alive in, in those cars. Yeah. You know? When we went to... Um, at the hospital, you know, they wanted uh, Jade's um, ID cards, like his license, at least a license or something, because they had him as a John Doe kind of person because they didn't have <laughs> ID on him. So we went back to, um, to the place where they had his car to go through it to see if we can find his license. And then this gentleman, we saw him stand away from us and he's standing there and, and we're like 
something wrong and he came up this kid um took because when I went to pick this car up it was falling apart he died didn't he mm. he's not dead he's in the hospital he's like he's he's alive it was unbelievable for him God. when he are that someone I mean, would live such an accident so that that in itself was something that was something else right there <laughs> we are going to post yeah. some of those pictures with your permission yes you because can, people yeah. got to know thank you people got to know the power of who god is yes and what he can do for you for for you He'll do it for me. He'll do it for others. Everybody. A respecter, yes, yes. a person. Because he loves us so much. You know, it's John 3, 16. As he much said, as he loved the... He sends the rain on the just and the unjust. Even though you don't believe in him or you say you don't. Yes. He's still protecting you. He's still providing. So imagine when you give your heart to him. <laughs> Uh, nurse Natalie, it's gonna be Nurse Maria. Uh, yeah, keep calling that. <laughs> wow, but God, but God, oh my goodness, this is it. But God, it's so what do you want to leave with us? What is what? What do you want to leave with us? Yeah. As a as a nurse, as a mother, as a minister, what do you want to just? What is? What, just tell us something. Just give us a wise piece of encouragement you know for that mom who got a diagnosis or she at home taking care of that child who have a this you know we call they call it disability but i call it pure abilities or is a normal mm-hmm. child a society call it normal child or probably somebody will just get that diagnosis or somebody else who's at home because you know it's it's the pandemic season what do you want to leave with us well, what I want to leave with any and everybody that in the sound of my voice is that God loves you in height of who you are. It mm. doesn't matter who you are, what color you are, what race you are, where you're from, where you're does not matter. What matters is that he created you in his image and in his likeness and he loves you in spite of. So today is give him that space in your heart. Accept him into your heart as Lord and Savior of your life and serve him and see the difference, see the difference. And for the mother with that child that has been diagnosed with whatever it is or taking care of someone that, that and you feel place or you feel alone or you feel that nobody loves you or cares about you, just know this, you in his image were created and so is your child. Oh. It doesn't matter who you are or where you are created. And he loves you. All you got to do is return the love that he's given to you. 
Oh my goodness, this is beautiful. Live for him. And you'll see the difference. You'll have his peace. You'll have his joy. And no matter what anybody says to you, it wouldn't matter because you know to him you're nothing. He loves you in spite of. Oh, thank yeah. you so much, Nurse Maria Vincent, for sharing your story with us. Thank you for having of your, yourself and, and of your son and for leaving such wise word with us. You ever listen to Voice of All podcast? As promised, we're going to bring stories of inspiration, adverse situation, faith, victories, and resources to help you rise, overcome, and live to your best potential. I just want to thank all the persons who are partnering, in, partnering with us financially, and if you like what you're hearing and you want to jump on, on board and help us financially to keep producing podcasts and information like this to inspire you to rise, jump on, jump on and do it. You know, this is the, this is the internet. So you know that go. But either way, we're going to bring you the stories. We're going to bring an inspiration to help you to rise, to overcome and to live your best life. Until Amen. next time, walk good. Where is it? Great. Wow. We want to stop recording. Yes.